Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. Come on, you can do better than that. Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. Now you may be seated. Actually, there's a uh, church calendar in the parish office that has a cartoon with the Lord is risen in one panel, and on the other it says the clergy is dead. (laughs) But that doesn't just apply to clergy, does it? I think of all the effort that makes this day all the more beautiful, we could say the altar guild is dead. The choir is almost dead. The musicians are hanging on by their very last thread. Or we could talk about so many of you scrambling to get ready to host Easter dinner, working so hard to get your children out of bed and here this morning, dressed in their Easter best, ready for the Easter egg hunt, struggling to say the alleluias of Easter, even when the world is saying anything but alleluia right now. Well, that's just it, isn't it? Christ is risen, but we're not sure we're quite ready. Not ready for Easter, not ready, not near our best. We're apt to forget in our desire for a perfect Easter, which sits right up there with our desire at the other end of the year for a perfect Christmas, that we are not the ones that make Easter perfect. Rather, it is Easter that is given to perfect us, to make us whole again, to renew us to breathe new life into our souls and transform us from the inside out, to make an end of the world of death and usher in the kingdom of life. It's a tall order, isn't it? But it's only one that God can make in us. So Easter, the resurrection, is God's gift to us, offered whether we are ready or not. Offered just as it was for the first followers of Jesus, surprised at the door of the empty tomb. Mark's gospel in some of the most ancient manuscripts ends right where we just heard it end today. With terror and amazement filling the three women who had beheld the cross from afar and who had come to the tomb to anoint the body. They had come expecting what human beings normally expect after a death and after a few days in the tomb, a stinking body, a heavy stone barring the way, like a lid on a stone sarcophagus or the earth covering the coffin. The inertia of death should have set in with all of its inexorable march towards entropy, the weight of decay, that takes the universe, so we are told, to its end, to run out like a clock one day. But the stone was rolled back. The body was gone. And the message was that Christ had risen and gone on ahead of his followers. It was a crazy message, counterintuitive in the extreme, and a shock to everything that was expected in the grief that Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome must have shared. Their emotional and intellectual apple carts were overturned. Nothing now made sense. 
This is the story of resurrection. And Mark has it ending here so we can pick it up. Just like the ancient Christian communities that first heard this gospel narrative, we are left to wonder in amazement and perhaps a little terror at a God who overturns death. In truth, a God who upends the very fear and power that drives so much of the world. Easter tells us that fear of death is ended. And if you must fear something, fear resurrection. Fear new life. Be amazed at the power of a God who owns even death now. And hell's gates are broken. Evil's days are numbered. Hope and love now reign supreme in the human family and will forever and ever. Amen. So, my sisters and brothers, this Easter tide, do not seek your own notions of perfection, but the perfection that is only made in you by the risen Christ, wrought with the power of the cross, the new life that has rolled away the stone that has blocked our hearts from being renewed. Share in the abundant love that flows from this message and watch out. Watch out for a world transformed and renewed in ways that you cannot possibly imagine. It has already begun. And at last, say with me, Christ is risen, and so am I. Blessings and love to all of you this Easter tide. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing, welcoming community for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You can reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 or visit us online at OurSaviorMV.org. That's O-U-R-S-A-V-I-O-U-R-M-V for Mill Valley, dot org. We wish you God's peace, and we hope to be able to greet you in person very soon.